And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Final four matches of the first round of the May Young Classic. We've had some ups. We've had some downs, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. But overall, I'm glad we've spent this time together. What was that, DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI? Isn't there some song that's like that? I'm so glad we've shared this time together. I mean, I'm sure there is, but I don't know. Well, I feel special now. Well, you, as well you should, God darn it. Um, have you played Firewatch? Did you wind up playing Firewatch? I did not, but I still intend to. Okay. I'm watching a, a YouTube gamer play through it. It is quite... They did a nice job within the first ten minutes of really getting you to buy into it. So hmm. I'm eager to see how that ends. That's neither here nor there. I just thought I'd share Okay. with you. Um, All right, we have episode four queued up. We've got some good matches in this one, some talents that we've been waiting this whole time to see. We're at the one-second mark. The fireworks are there. I'm ready. Are you ready? I was born ready, DC. He is. All right, well, then count us down, sir. Let's just get right into the Mae Young Classic, episode four. All right, counting down. Three, two, one. Play! Alright, here we are. Really hope the battery of my PlayStation controller holds out. What if it doesn't? Well, then you'll hear the commentary on this audio, but I'm going to plug it in right now. The beauty of sitting relatively close to the TV screen. Alright. We've seen 24 women. There are eight more to go, including one Candice LeRae. I keep forgetting that she's in this tournament. Ooh, I like Candice LeRae. We will be seeing her tonight as well. Tessa Blanchard, Candice LeRae, um, Kairi Zane, or Kairi Zane. I'm eventually going to really need... We haven't seen Tessa Blanchard already? No, she's wrestling Kairi Zane. In a match that just baffles me. Again, it's like the Piper Niven-Santana Garrett match we saw in the last episode. You have two outstanding wrestlers. Why wouldn't you stagger them? But hmm. All right. Four more matches to go. Looking forward to it. Oh, another one with contacts. There she is. Candice LeRae. The Married lovely to- Candice LeRae. Married to? Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling. Lacey Evans has a almost like a 50s Rosie the Riveter sort of look going on. She's got a throwback hey, sort of look. Was that the Phantom of the Opera? It, it's kind of a cowgirl Phantom of the Opera. There she is. Tessa Blanchard, who is With the dating, wink. Who is dating. Um, uh, Carmella. Prince Puma. Oh, who cares? Well, some people. People care about these wrestling couples. You don't, obviously. Who is Asuka dating? Me? Correct. (laughs) That is the only correct answer. 
we're just listening to the music. I right get now. it. You're a missile. I get it. Is that what that is? I'm pretty sure. I am a missile? I think so. All right. That's a choice. Those old, that old couple still there cheering. Maybe they're just fans. You know what? I really should just stop trying to figure out whose parents they are. We should just accept that they might be fans of wrestling. Do it. Do it. Lena! The lovely, lovely Lena! Oh, Lena. I would leave my wife for Lena. Does he really say that? No. Oh. Okay. But come on, you know he would. If Lena came to his house, knocked on the door, and said, I will make you rich beyond your wildest dreams, come and fornicate with me. Also, I will give you hair transplant surgery and bring you in for the penile enlargement. Well. GQ, I love you. That was a joke. I hope you're laughing. Come on. GQ is the first to admit, or the first to pretend, that he has some sort of Irish curse. What is going on with her hair? Well, clearly there is a breeze. It's more of just the different kind of, like, whatever those things are, like, that are blue sewn in. Look at that face. Look at that smile. Look at those cheeks! A modern-day Mighty Mouse. She's Neville. She's a modern-day Mighty Mouse. She's Neville. She I would like, like to see the world's cutest tag team show up in the WWE. Is that her and Joey Ryan? It is. She looks like Alexa Bliss back before Alexa Bliss turned heel. I don't know about that. She wants no help until she loses in the first round and then divorces him because he didn't help her. What? Rude. Bobby Rude? um, I mean, he is great. So do you think... Do they have different announcers... Or do you think every four episodes they make the announcer go backstage and change clothes? Because she was wearing a different outfit last time. Oh, yeah. They just change clothes. That's what Melissa Santos must do for Lucha Underground, right? Uh, yeah. Between each. I mean, you're also, well, for Melissa Santos, yes, for sure. But you're assuming here that they filmed Charlie's segments at the same time as the rest of this, which they almost certainly did not. No, I'm saying I think even the announcer, like even in those... The far back view of the ring. I'm pretty sure the ring oh, announcer. Oh, that announcer! I changed see. her clothes. Yeah, probably. Lita, Lita didn't do that. Jr. didn't do that. But and I could be wrong. Maybe the announcer didn't change her clothes. Maybe Jr. Just, went backstage and only changed the underoos. You don't know. It is a good idea to change your underwear frequently. I've always I mean, been a proponent of that. I imagine that Jr. of all men probably does suffer from some. You know, so, some degree of swamp ass. I mean, it's it's a condition. It happens. What is she doing with that pole? Well, a, you don't see people pose with the pole. When a woman and a pole love each other very much, DC. I'm telling you, I, I appreciate the... Look, all I'm saying is, all I'm seeing right here is a very fit and athletic Mrs. Claus who's about to kick some ass. I appreciate, again... They're obviously looking for a unique pose or look. like Just like when Alexa Bliss did the thing with the title that we'd never seen before, I don't think I've ever seen a wrestler go over to the ring post and pose with it. So 
no matter what it means, I, I appreciate it. All right, let's see. In the first 12 episodes, we saw a big problem with the handshake. Are we going to see that this time? Oh. They love each other. I appreciate that they did just a regular sign of respect handshake. I'm Good actually for digging. Mrs. Claus and yeah. the Purple Power Ranger. I like Mrs. Claus. I like the feathers in her hair. I didn't realize that's what that they were in, in the intro package. Now I can see that there. I'm assuming she that she rope? must have some sort of... Um, what Native American sort of heritage? I'm assuming. Oh, I you know I didn't pay attention to the vignette. I didn't either, so, so I could be making a big faux pas there. But um, no, you know what? It, it's entirely possible. That would be interesting. I would actually go for that because that actually would make the the kind of fringe on her outfit that would kind of go together. Okay, it would. I'm actually into Renee Michelle. She's she's moving a little slow. Yeah, but oh, oh, that's Candace Drago said move. you that's are not going to move slow on my watch. That was a Drago move, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Nice yeah. little chain wrestling. You're right. I am seeing her moving in slow motion a little bit, but she's got some moves. She does. She does. She does. And the pose is nice. Okay. She wearing contacts? Yes. Okay. She's got the Ember Moon. My eyes are golden or something. Sort of thing. I like the choker. I like the feathers. There's I like Johnny the thigh highs. Do you have a Johnny Wrestling t-shirt? I don't. Would you buy one? No. I know we're, neither of I us would, are much for the wrestling merch, but... I would wear one if I had one, but I would not buy one. So if someone wanted to get Doc Manson a Christmas gift and they bought him a Johnny Wrestling t-shirt, you would wear it? I would appreciate that as a gesture, yes. Okay. And I would wear it. Sure. Candice LeRae, man, look at that hair. Look at that platinum, just like white. That is, is a white. look. It's not even blonde. It's no. white. That is a look. If you look quickly, you think it's actually Mae Young wrestling. That is rude. <laughs> I'm just saying Mae Young was old. Yeah, and we understood that's what you were saying, DC. That was understood. I'm not saying that Candice LeRae is in fact old. No, I'm I think this saying... is what you're saying. You're saying that she has white hair. You're t- saying she's got crow's feet around her eyes. You're saying I, some I of never the up-close mentioned... looks in that video package oh. maybe weren't the most flattering. That's exactly what you're saying. And I don't think I appreciate it one bit. Me think thou doth protest too much. I never mentioned any of that you sir brought it up and you know i am serious for i am gesturing with a dirty spoon that's pretty gross it's got like cool whip from like i don't know i'm guessing it's not fresh when did i have cool whip last that's gross (laughs) i like i accept the fact that the last time we lived together like that was status quo i get it we were college-aged men who lived in filth and squalor because that's what it was, DC. We lived in filth and squalor. But I kind of assumed that you might have no, moved you past no, that. No, you didn't. Don't lie. You didn't assume that. You've seen my car. You know that I still... I had I, hoped. I, no, this is from... This was a... But don't think no, I... Actually, no, this is from ice cream from yesterday. Now that I, I look hope, at it. Uh, sure it is. Don't think I haven't noticed that I haven't been invited to your apartment in a decade. Literally a decade. To be fair, we've had one party the entire time we've been here, and 
since then, I don't think any friend has ever come over. And there's probably a reason for it. We could clean. <laughs> it is... <laughs> I, I feel like we are not giving credit to this match, which this I'm match sure has been, been quite good. And and that uh, I think more goes to the fact that we did full disclosure. I don't know how you're planning on releasing these. We did two episodes back to back. Yeah. So so we've already made a lot of comments on women's wrestling, and now I think we're just getting into the the goofy. When we when we get together after a while, we just wind up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll talking I'll be about the first what a terrible to... person I am. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit I was not very engaging the last episode, so I tried to I wanted to come into this one with a little more energy. I just I, I really felt off in that last uh episode three, so up until the main event, Santana Garrett versus Piper Niven, it was hard to get excited. I did It was my difficult part. to get excited. What did I just say? You said it was hard. Is it just the the metaphor like what is what is the problem here Uh oh well one yes there's the obvious metaphor metaphor which i think is hilarious but also yeah um penises are hard not always some people find it hard (laughs) to get excited and i think it's wrong for you to ostracize (laughs) i'm not saying all penises are hard i'm saying that penises get hard (laughs) but when things are difficult that is different. Hard is a state of being. Some people, a property. there are people, there are people in the world that probably find penises difficult. And again, you're now ostracizing them as well. I'm not saying that's untrue, but what I am saying is that being hard and being difficult are describing two different states. And Candice LeRae just won that match. Candice LeRae just won. Johnny Gargano is again sitting next to a neighborhood member, Civil Fandom, at Analyzer underscore 34. He's got a great seat. That's him right there. We just saw his cheek. Side eye. And shoulder. That was a good match. I, I apologize for the fact that we just got ridiculously goofy during it. I don't even know how she won. I'm going to have to watch this replay. This is why the replays are there. So for when people don't pay attention because they're talking about ostracizing the erectile dysfunction community. Oh, oh, neckbreaker from the second rope. Listen, as a sufferer of ED, I would never ostracize that community. Are you being honest or sarcastic? I'm just saying. If you wanna... <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I do. I do suffer from that. But the face you're making makes me feel like now you're just saying it. Yeah, Again, maybe. just like yesterday. Just well, now like I yesterday. can't admit that I don't if I did, and even if I didn't, because that would just be a horrible thing to say on a podcast. So, Just like yesterday, or in the last episode, when I asked you to provide the sealed envelope, I would like you to provide evidence of your little blue pills. Okay. Let me go get some food I'll, coloring. I'll get my bottle, you get your bottle, and we'll compare notes. <laughs> right. Okay, fair enough. All right, so Lacey Evans, military. She does definitely do the throwback sort of Rosie the Riveter sort of gimmick thing, which is, again, interesting. We don't see that that often. You don't often see women with gimmicks. She does a pull-up with a chain around her neck. Yeah, she's definitely got that sort of 
you know, she's whatever Uncle Sam's um, other half would be. Aunt Lady Sally? Liberty. This is the woman who apparently looks like if Natalia and Renee Young had a child. They would I'm look just gonna like. going to cross my eyes a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I think she looks like Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years. I don't know what that is. You didn't watch The Wonder Years? Not really. What would you do if I sang out of tune? And that's where I changed the channel. Which I always do. All the time. All right, so we've got the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighter versus the throwback. And there's Alexa Bliss. Don't wave. You're supposed to be a heel. Whatevs. Three-time women's champion, Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss. I like Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa Bliss and the lifeguard chair should be a part of every Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Tainara Conti. Coniti. I really should have learned these names. Oh, she's wearing the the martial arts gear in honor of Tenara Tenara Conti. Is that in a honor gi? Of her, it is a gi in honor of her Brazilian jiu-jitsu training. But see, she's obviously not going to wrestle in it. I would appreciate it more if she actually wrestled in it. Oh, she put the flag on the cameraman. Did uh, What was his name <laughs> okay, there? Okay, that guy is terrible. That guy is a terrible person because she took off the top of the gi and he immediately leaned forward in a way that obviously meant he was going to be staring directly at her chest. That guy should be evicted from the ring. Just sent out. Huh. DC taking the hardline stance. I am. You've got to appreciate these talents as talents, not as just bodies for you to oogle at. Well, I mean, ogling is never appropriate. She wants us to look at her black belt. She has a black belt, Doc. She wants to look at it. Look at it. Did um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat ever wrestle in his gi? No, but he only wore, I think, the gi top. Yeah, that could be. Oh, man. See, we missed out. We should have had Lacey Evans wrestle Kavita DeVee. So we could have had the U.S. versus India again. Why do I feel like I know the name Lacey Evans? She's wrestled in NXT before a couple times. That might be why. Okay. Oh, and she gave the flag to the... All right. I'm not wild about the throwback gimmick because, again, it's like Bailey. I'm like, it's only going to get you so far. But she definitely has charisma. She's got the crowd interaction already. Yeah. And she, she was a legitimate Marine, so I'll take that too. And that was a oh. nice move. Oh, okay. Was this the USO show? It's something. I don't know. But she's going to wrestle in that. Again, unique look. I'm just a little curious. I'm, I'm, I'm actually sort of digging the dynamic here. Lacey Evans has this sort of almost carefree sort of flippancy about her. And then Jiu-Jitsu Lady is just like staring a hole in her. I don't know what her Tainara name is. Tainara Conti. Tainara Conti. Conti. Whether Conti. or not that's how you pronounce it, I haven't heard anyone say it yet. Tamara? Tanara. Tanara. Tanara Conti. She sounds like she belongs on Game of Thrones. Tanara Conti. I wouldn't know. Another I've never seen time. that show. I've never seen it either, but I know enough about some of the character names that Tanara. Like, again, it's a, you know, Tanara sounds like something off the pages of Tolkien. Don't compare them. 
Tainara, daughter don't, of. Don't compare Game of Thrones with Lord of the Rings. Do, have do you not. read? Have you read the Game of Thrones books? I don't have to to know that it doesn't compare. That is a that is a ridiculous statement. That's you not a ridiculous able, statement. You have to be able to no. put them side by side to actually compare them. No, I know that there's no comparison because the Lord of the Rings, as a body of work, is not comparable to any other body of fiction. It's it's this complete crazy thing. It's an encyclopedic history. This was a man who wrote languages in his backstories. Like this is literally you've never no one in the history of this planet, with the exception of the person who wrote the Bible, has ever created such a work of fiction that was so in depth. And I'm serious. Like I just like to point out that in this episode alone, you have ostracized sufferers of erectile dysfunction. And now the entire Christian community. Well done, Doc Manson. <laughs> well done. There are people out there, you and I are not among them, but there are people out there who do not believe that the Bible is a work of fiction. There are some people out there who believe that there were burning bushes. That's fine, but even if you don't believe that the content is a work of fiction, that's fine. It was still written by a person. Yes. So... Yes, fictional or not, even you, if you want I, to say it's biographical. I mean, and I understand what you were saying about Tolkien, and I get that. But it's just an interesting statement. If the only book I've ever read in my life is an Elephant and Piggy book by Mo Willems, I can say that is the best piece of fiction ever because I have never read anything, nor will to compare it. No, so you can't. I'm, but no, you can't say it's the best piece of fiction. You could say it's the best piece of fiction I've ever read. So you're not saying that The Lord of the Rings is the best piece of fiction you've ever read. Nice throw there by Tim. No, I, I don't think so. You're saying it's the best piece of fiction ever. No, it's I just better. don't I just don't I think I think what I'm trying to say is it goes beyond a simple story. There's so much more to it that I don't really think it plays on the same field as something that's just a work of fiction. Okay. There's there's so much that went into that that's almost non-fictional. That all right. Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us here on DC and Doc Talk, which happens to take place during episode four of the Mayo. You know, this actually might be what we need to do with DC and Doc Talk in the future, in case there are any big changes on the horizon. We we should just watch an episode of something, and so sometimes we'll talk about wrestling, but other times we'll just talk about Lord of the Rings or. Uh, male sexual problems because we run the gamut this is why people come to our show we run the gamut of conversation topics fair enough I didn't like the Lord of the Rings books I found them really difficult to get into they're very difficult to read for people you know who uh, don't have very high literacy I'd like you to know. For those among us with, you know, simpler minds, I could see how it might be, you know, difficult to enjoy. I could see that. I'd like you to know I've read every word of Harry Potter. I'd like you to know that so has every eight-year-old on the planet. Well, I teach seven and eight-year-olds, so I'm perfectly trained for the job I currently hold. Yeah. I like the Harry Potter series. That was nice. 
Again, this match has been pretty good. I, I, I feel bad that we're getting off track here, but we have seen two quality matches. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe we're not supposed to talk about the matches so much. I feel like Lacey Evans has a look about her that is not too different from Lana Lena. Okay. Uh-oh. What is this? But obviously she can wrestle. Wow. I, like, she's a good wrestler. Lacey Evans, moving on. She's going to make it to the semifinals. Bye, Tayana. Tainara. Whatever. Daughter of Eowyn. <laughs> Daughter of Aragorn. Daughter of... Aragorn and Eowyn, in fact, did not have children together. Eowyn... That's Liv Tyler. Aragorn is Viggo Mortensen. And everyone loves Smeagol. He's looking it up. Doc's going to the computer. He's about to whip out his Middle Earth <laughs> rectile dysfunction and slap it on the table for us all to see. Uh-oh. Eowyn is was mad. not Liv Taylor. Liv Taylor? Wait. Liv Tyler. That is not her character's name. Eowyn is the shield maiden of Rohan, Rohan, who goes on to marry Faramir. Her advances on Aragorn are spurned because he still loves Arwen. So there's Arwen and Eowyn. Correct. So you're saying this is the greatest work of fiction. When, When being a suffix commonly found in elvish language names... Win being a common suffix for female names in the kingdom of of Rohan, of men. So J. So J. R. R. Tolkien, author of the greatest work of fiction ever, because all he did was just change the vowels and consonants and change names. What he did is incredibly impressive, and there has never been another book like it. Boromir and Faramir, Arwen and Eowyn. Gimli and Bimli. When, 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 when. It's different. Gandalf and Zandalf. That's not a thing. Sauron and Soruman. Ooh, let's just add an oom. And everything's okay. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This might be the end of DC and Doc. I may have gone too far. We missed the Phantom of the Opera. I don't care. She's terrible. (laughs) I assume. She's the daughter of a wrestler. Here's an aggressive person. <laughs> it's Jason Jordan. Right. She's the daughter of Kurt Angle. Did you know that? Makes sense. Oh, she talks trash. Just what I like to see. People who talk trash. What's the name of the other... uh, I'm going to mess it up and you're not going to like it. I want to get it right. Gandalf is what? A wizard. Yes, but there's a group of them, right? He's the gray. You have Saruman the white. Who's the brown? Tom Bombadil. Oh, no. Who's Tom Bombadil? 
Tom Bombadil is... <sighs> How do I explain this? Um... <laughs> do we not have time for he's this a, on this episode? He's a demigod. How about that? The wizards are not demigods? No. Okay. And what was the name of the brown again? Radagast. Radagast. Okay. And Tom Bob. How did you keep this straight? As a kid, because you read these books in your probably teens, maybe? Uh, yeah. I think I read Lord of the Rings... sophomore year of high school maybe freshman year all right how did you keep all of this straight did you take notes or did you just read very slowly and pay because i read it as an adult and i was confused the entire time yeah i mean but of course no but that makes, i didn't that makes perfect sense it's a confusing book it's and i will admit it's very difficult to read it reads like an encyclopedia through some passages like it's incredibly dense with names and things that you have no context for. So it's a difficult read. I hope this woman wrestles with the eye patch. That would be, a, again, a unique look that we don't see. The chaps can go, but I hope she keeps the eye patch. Oh, sounds like she's going to. It's not really an eye patch. Well, it's more of like a Kano mask from Mortal Kombat, but still, I'm a fan. Uh, we're back to the handshake thing again. Uh... I kind of just see this mask as being problematic. Oh. And she's wearing the chaps, too. Oh, she's trash-talking. That's what she, she does. She likes to talk trash. All right, she so here we it. have these two wrestlers whose names I didn't catch because we're not doing a very good job sticking with this episode. However, I will, I will venture a guess that this will, be the mo this will be the episode of this first round that people respond to the most. And we'll just be like, you know what, then screw it. Let's not even talk <laughs> about the wrestling. <laughs> Whatever, I mean, this has been a pretty action-packed... Uh, the last two matches, I think, were quite good, even if we didn't get yes. much on them. This one's already shaping up to look like it's going to be decent. Maybe not Again, great, you've got those decent. two unique styles. You know, just like we had with Bianca Belair and Sage Beckett. You've got two more athletic-type females who I'm interested to see in the ring. But yes, yeah. I'll be interested to see if this eye patch or eye piece kind of gets in the way because you know i would pull a bobby heenan and just pull it down a bit so she can't see out of one eye and just kind of snap it on her face i'm sure that'll sting <laughs> win if you can lose if you must but always cheat that's right wise words did you have a senior quote when your yearbook did you have a senior quote i did do you remember what you was it a lord of the rings quote please it, tell me it was <laughs> it was not what was your quote uh, it is a, it is a song lyric um, from a musical, the Cotton Patch Gospel, by all the songs in that show were written by folk artist Harry Chapin, who left I us much his, too soon. Is that a Harry Chapin album or book? I see over your. It's right a vinyl. Shoulder. It is a vinyl. Yep. Um, and that lyric, I and it's also on his gravestone, um, but it is, Oh, if a man tried to take his time on earth and prove before he died what one man's life could be worth, well, I wonder what would happen to this world. That is a great quote. Well done. Thank you. Have you proved what your life is worth sitting here watching 
the May Young classic and look, discussing Lord of look, the Rings. Look, I gave up on my life having worth <laughs> some time ago. Uh, I cannot remember why I picked the quote I picked. But I Let me guess. I love Nutella. I went with the uh, put it in my mouth classic, um, milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> no, they would not allow that. <laughs> I went with Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled, uh, by, and that has made all the difference. And let me tell you, bogus. As a lame, sheltered child growing up in small town Connecticut. I took no roads at all. <laughs> okay. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I sat by the side of the road and waited for a bus. That was my path Did you at life. least, like, were you a big fan of his work? No. I, mean, I literally think I was just like, I should pick something deep so that women will want to talk to me. By the way, so I, I, I think I did pick something fairly deep. And it, it had personal significance, still does. I, yes. But I, I will not. say that I think every single person who has read that quote, like including my parents, have immediately said to me, I don't understand what that means. And the thing that I get strange about that is I feel like it's very plainly obvious what that quote means. Like, I don't think there's any yes. confusing part about it. No. But I really don't think I've ever shown it to a person who didn't then immediately say to me, what does that mean? You just did. Well, fair enough. Because I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. I feel better about my life choices now. Uh, tall you. Guy. Tall Guy's your book quote. Oh, God. Okay. I don't, I don't know why I remember this. I, I Only because, A, it's terrible, and, B, he never once said <laughs> this in entire life. But uh, it is... Agony. No. Much deeper than I think yours. I might have even said this on a recent episode of this show. Uh, a man's word is as good as his bond. I don't like I. I don't know why he chose that, but that's what he chose. I I wish I believe. I threw away my senior yearbook because I felt so just bad about myself from all you know how people sign really? the yearbooks yeah, yeah 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 like the people wrote such ridiculous things because i was such this sheltered terrible person not a terrible person i was just a sheltered little boy that i think i threw it away because i don't want to remember myself that way nicole savoy won by the way who matched that was decent the girl in the purple okay the trash talker uh, it wasn't a bad match. It was. Not she as also good gives as me new. Bailey vibes. Um, a similar facial structure. She'll be wrestling Candice LeRae okay. in the next round. Um. So All right, I want to actually watch this Carrie Zane vignette. Okay. All we... right. All right. But now I want to do because I, I has a she... thing. She's the pirate. She's a pirate. Okay. I'm even going to turn it up because Tessa Blanchard. She gives off Alexa Bliss vibes. Like her outfit is like, a, is very much influenced. I think influenced what Alexa Bliss wears. Okay. All right. All right. So let's check out the vignette.
Well, when the moon comes out, I change into a werewolf. It's true. She's big into winking. There, but there's yeah. a ah, website. Tully Blanchard. There's a website called The Verge. Um, they kind of uh, do technology reviews. They okay. they, they recently uh, printed a retraction because they incorrectly referred to a creature as a werewolf when in fact it was a werebear. And I was just very glad that we live in a world where that's the sort of thing that you need to print a retraction over. I didn't know werebears were things. Well, now you know. Kyrie Zane. Okay. She has a telescope. A looking glass, if you will. Now, you would think that she's going to win. She looks limber. And she carries a wheel. I like how that... Oh, she's the one with the elbow drop. Yeah, yeah. I like how she... um, It's not attached to anything. The wheel? Yeah, yeah. No, she just steers it wherever she wants to go. She also clearly has the most intricate costume out of anybody in this tournament. Well, and again, it makes you think like it makes you think that she's going Gonna to win. You know, win. But then at the same time, I'm almost like I could also see her losing in the first round, and this was just I don't like I don't know. I'm I'm very confused. Uh, All right. Hey, I get it. He's also Japanese. There's Analyzer. Analyzer lucked out. I'm going to have to ask him more about this because he literally got this. He got hugged. That's him. That's him. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah, good for that guy. And then I'm sure he left. Like, (laughs) as soon as that happened, I'm sure he left. Oh, she covers her face. Well, she is the Phantom of the Opera. No, wait, that was the last lady. She's a Phantom of the Tall Ship. Beautiful plumage. I wonder if she's going to want to parlay. Did they do a new Pirates movie and I missed it? Uh, I believe they may have Pop It. I think it was out for like two weeks. It was the one with um, the Spanish guy. Yes. Um, Whose name? Uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah. Now, because Bianca Belair was able to whip opponents with her <laughs> hair, I hope Zane can hit Tessa Blanchard with that wheel. Well, if she does it before the bell rings, uh, you know, anything's legal. You know what should happen in these tournaments? People should be able to cheat. Sure. Like, they really should be able like, we should see someone when the ref's back is turned, use a foreign object and pick up the win. I don't understand why we can't. I mean, we saw that in that UK tournament with some um, good old Pete. Pete Dunn. Dunn. Who, who is currently the WWE UK champion. Who? What? That's a thing? Yes, after defeating Tyler Bate. Up. Wink at me. Yeah, baby. She's a winker. Maybe she just has an eye tick and no one knows. No, no, no. That's exactly my kink, yo. She's very tan. She's like almost orange. She's got quite a bit of blush on. Really accentuating those cheeks. She's going to wink again. Ready? I bet oh, she's going to Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, she's a diamond in the rough. Look at that. Oh. She is. She is, she is. I li- I'm digging I- the braids in Kyrie Zane's hair there. Kyrie Zane seeking power from the middle turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. She's awful right. pale, especially in comparison to Tessa. Now, this match, if it, it did go on last, last, it really, like, I hope this is the match of the entire first round. It's got to be. Like, I hope this match leaves us just delighted. I'm already delighted. I'm always delighted when I'm talking to you, Doc Manson. Turkish delight. I'm pretty sure Shinsuke is just on his phone. Well, wouldn't you? How come we never see Braun Strowman in the crowd? <laughs> He's at craft services. Oh, All hey, right. did you say see that the big show shaved this week? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, man. He looks like King Kong Bundy. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was quite the look. It really wasn't. What did you think of Shelton Benjamin? Did you watch that match? I did. Uh, he looked good. Yeah. I tweeted this out. He, you know, he might have lost a step or two, but that still puts him many steps ahead of most wrestlers. Yeah. And did Dolph Ziggler do anything? He had some sort of hot promo backstage. Okay. If those do anything for you anymore with him. I feel like the Fashion Files was not as funny as it has been in the past, and I'm no. worried for them. It was not really that funny at all. Although yeah, I did like the moment where he goes, I know what that is. That's a title. No, it's a belt. No. Right. Again, they have very funny moments, but I'm like, I feel like we're... Oh, yeah, we're coming down we're off wi- of that. We're winding down. Oh, you don't see a test of strength often with female wrestlers. That's nice. Tessa Blanchard is very expressive. She has a very expressive face. And she winks a lot. Yeah. And she's orange. She is she is a she is an Oompa Loompa orange. And I'm sorry, Brandon Max. I know you're a huge Tessa Blanchard fan, but she is the same skin tone as an Oompa Loompa. Well, in all fairness, I think the mostly orange undertones are coming from her tights. I think wow. her upper half is less orange. It's still fairly orange though. Okay, no. No. You're you're right. I now, Kyrie Zane, that was a nice neck breaker. Yeah, I like Kyrie Zane already. Who do you like more, Kyrie Zane or Asuka? Well, at the moment, Asuka, but. I wonder if they're heading that. Ooh, wow. She took that really well. Yeah, that was great. One thing that will be interesting, you know, Asuka, I know in her recent match with Ember Moon, she came close to losing, but Asuka usually doesn't take a lot of punishment. So it'll be interesting to see how Kyrie Zane sells if she's not billed as the next Asuka. Right. Ooh! I'm not a fan of the Codebreaker lung blower, but that was really good. And that's the end. (laughs) I like Tessa Blanchard a lot. Yeah, she's good. Let's take a look. I'm sad that the replay was not brought to us by anyone. No one's sponsoring. What do you feel about the Mae Young logo up there? Don't care for it. I'm not a fan of it either. And uh, I'd like to point out Jessica Gill, not present in this episode. Was she in the last one? I don't know. She might not have been. She might have only been in the first two. But again, I don't know if these matches were taped 
in this order. Hard to uh, say. Again, a question for uh, Analyzer, who was right there. I suppose we should ask him. I know that would require you talking to other people, and you're really not. Well, wow. you could always just ask him. I'll I don't ask have to him. ask anyone. I know, but I know sometimes you like getting out there and talking to the people. No, I just like tweeting sad gifts. You, but you, you broke that though. For one really good joke. So okay. That so nobody retweeted. Your heart. <laughs> I guess it wasn't that. Unless, you're heartbroken unless it's really funny. Uh huh. All right. Fair enough. I can respect that. Ooh. It's a good match. Quite this, a this actually, this episode, and not just because we've talked about a whole bunch of ridiculous things. Oh, she's marching. Uh, That's not doing anything for me. I don't care for that at all. But um, this is probably overall the best four matches compared to the other three nights. The other three nights had some stinkers. We had Marty Bell. We had other people who weren't good. Marty was Bell was forearm. Really not good. She was terrible. She was the worst of the bunch. And I feel bad that we have to classify a worst of the bunch, but she was easily the worst of the bunch. And I know she's a listener, so I apologize. But Sorry, Marty. Do you think when she invites people over, she calls it a Marty party? I hope so, because then I feel justified in hating her. The Big Show looked terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that if you were to shave, you would look like that. It's been so long. (laughs) The last time... The last time you shaved it, you wouldn't show your face for three days. Yes, the last time I shaved it, we were living together. Uh That's how long ago You literally didn't let us see you. Like... Yes, I was the phantom of the apartment, or wherever we were living at the time. Mm-hmm. It's not good, especially since I had wound up shaving just the chin part, thinking that the mustache would salvage it, and it was my first day at, like, a school for a placement, and I'm surprised I didn't wind up accidentally making the sex offender list, because <laughs> it just, I looked awful. That back suplex did not look awful. Now look who's ostracizing good. entire groups of people. I will ostracize the sex offenders. It's and, and and truthfully, I'm not super opposed to ostracizing the Catholics either. Shinsuke now, now, does not look like he's having a good time. There are f- plenty of good Christian members of the neighborhood. I'm sure there are. Did Randy Orton turn heel, or is it just are we getting like a triple threat between? You didn't watch that part, I'm assuming. No. <laughs> Come on. I think there, Randy there was a Orton. match. Where Orton and Shinsuke teamed up against Jinder and Rusev, and at the end, uh, Orton RKO'd Shinsuke. Ah, well, I mean, honestly, who watches the main event of WWE programming? Cannonball. That was nice. You don't see that that often. Okay. She looks surprised. Her facial expressions are a little much. That was a big one. That was too I love you, Tessa. But her facial expressions were a little much. Just wink. Every time you're surprised, wink. When you're upset, wink. The old woman is cheering. Maybe that's like a descendant of Mae Young. Maybe that's like Mae Young's niece. Stop. I'm just... This, this is an intervention. 
leave the old woman alone. I would just no like more po- comments about the old woman. I would just like to point out that you don't often see people that age in the front row of shows. Yes. That's all I'm saying. You've pointed that out at least six dozen times. We're good. Forgive me for taking an interest in the audience. You are forgiven, but stop. Stop it. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, it looks like that hurt. Take that, kidneys. I, I didn't... I forgot about my top five list. I'm going to have to think about whether or not any of these... Again, Tessa I knew about beforehand, but I'll have to see if any of these women crack my top five. Kyrie Zane might have, although the marching was a bit much, I grant you. I did not care Uh-oh. for that. Uh-oh. She's going for that elbow. But why did she point to the elbow with the pad on it? Why wouldn't she do the drop with the elbow that is not padded? Probably because it'll hurt less when she hits it. But And I know. Wouldn't you want it to hurt more? Why, why would you get the camera angle wrong? I don't get why you would get the camera angle wrong. That was a, a pretty nice good pin. That was a good match and a good night of wrestling. Lacey Evans wouldn't make my top five. No? She had a nice look, though. No, but not compared, like, again, with my top five all time, or at least for this whole first round. Mm. Kyrie mm-hmm. Zane might bump Piper Nevin. But I think... I think Kyrie everyone, Zane has to bump Piper but, Nevin. But it was one of those things where, like, Kyrie Zane was the one that everyone kept talking about, so almost expectations were that she was going to be great. So the fact that she was very good is not... I won't call it a letdown, but it was almost expected. That was a phenomenal forearm, though. AJ Styles would be proud of that move. Look at that. I liked it. That was not a Superman punch. I don't classify that as a Superman punch. Tessa Blanchard just has... The worst luck in the world? Well, and just the facial expressions are a little much. She's good, though. Again, I think... When is it going to be Tessa Blanchard's time? I don't know. I'm starting to feel like she... um, I feel like Tessa Blanchard's been around for a long time periphery i don't know if that's true or not (laughs) she has been i'm just starting to wonder if the time is starting to pass her by there we go that's the angle you're looking for look at that looking good she has sat right on her face i don't know if the time is passing her by necessarily but it's again and it kind of depends on oh she's crying that's a shame it, it does make you wonder what the future is for some of these women because there were 32 women we saw wrestle. Of them, I can think of at least 10. Right off the bat, 10 that I would like to watch wrestle more often for WWE programming. So it makes you wonder, where do they fit? Where do you find room for a Tessa Blanchard or a Santana Garrett or a Lacey Evans? Do they? Do, is there a room for, right now, off the top of your head? Do you think there are room for these women on Raw and SmackDown? I think there's room for one or two of them on those shows. And then, do you send the rest to NXT? I don't think there's probably that big of a need, but you could again, you could pick up a few. So right now, you've just watched the first round. Is there enough talent? for an all-female hour of wrestling once a week, yes or no? How many people 
do they really have in 205 live? Like, how many people are on that roster? In a, in a consistent rotation? Yeah. Ten. No more than ten. Then, yes. I guess you could do the same thing with women. Gulak, yeah. Gulak, Nice, Perkins, again. Yeah, I think I think we're talking, like, ten, maybe twelve. Yeah, I think you could do it. I would be intrigued. There's enough talent there. And there's Design. enough, you know, additional ones currently in NXT that you could move up oh, to absolutely. a show like that that I think you could easily do. Absolutely. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay make sense on the main roster. There's a place for those kinds of talents there. But you've got someone like uh, even an Ember Moon. Ember Moon makes sense on an all-women show. Yeah, so I think so does, uh, like, Nikki Cross. I know she's got Sandy yeah, thing going absolutely. on. But I think she would be ready for something like that as well. Ruby Riot, same thing. Sure, yep. Now, right. the only problem with that is it does sort of make NXT a little anemic in terms of their women's division. Well, I, I think what you would do is you would look at these, like, for example, Abby Lath. For instance, put Piper Nevin in NXT. Yes. Put Abby Lath in NXT. The women that you think have a main roster shot go to NXT. Your women like potentially Jazzy Gabbert, whom... Uh, Tessa Blanchard can go straight to the main roster. I would be fine with that, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I I will say this. You know, we again, like I said, there were ups and there were downs to the first round. But I am feeling higher on women's wrestling than I have been in some time. If you heard WWE, it here first, folks. DC is high. If WWE wants to prioritize women's wrestling, they have the roster to do it. The question becomes, do they want to? That's what we find out. Uh, the next round comes out next week. We will have to see how we handle that. If we handle it similarly, if we do it a little differently, I don't know. I wish they would release it on weekends. Releasing it on Monday makes no sense to me. It definitely makes it more difficult to do this. Although, yes. you have to work Monday, don't you? Um, it's Labor Day. Hmm. Do you have to work Monday? I don't think so. I think I'm going to go in on Sunday instead. I do not work Monday either. So we should ponder that because we could potentially do the second round and all the other rounds in one fell swoop and then think of all the topics we'll talk about because we did two in a row this time <laughs> and we went everywhere else. It's true. It's true. All right. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, for a delightful week of engaging with you. You are a thrilling conversationalist. And I apologize for sullying the good name of J.R.R. Tolkien. What does the J.R.R. stand for? Jethro Rutabaga. How do you not know that? Raphael. If it's not Jethro Rutabaga Raphael, I will be really upset. Don't even look it up. I'm just going to go with it. Jethro Rutabaga. Because a guy named Jethro Rutabaga Raphael Tolkien would invent his very own language. John... Ronald Ruel. That is the biggest letdown in the history of the world. That is a bigger letdown than if, than if Tessa Blanchard and all of these types do nothing ever. John Ronald Ruel. John Ron. John Ron Tolkien. 
Hello. I'm John Ron Tolkien. No wonder he came up with such eclectic names. His name was John Ron. <laughs> Sorry. This I episode is to, over. <laughs> I have to apologize again. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Thank you for joining us for the first round of the May Young Classic. We'll see you around the neighborhood. <laughs>